here on YouTube Not Live and Blog Talk Radio. Greetings. Africa. 
Thank Come you. Come back Come on home in. to Africa. Come back home. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Keep up. Greetings, divine, all blessed, peace and love, joy and prosperity, revelation and manifestation in this present and now moment in time space. You are now listening live and always in archive at your leisure and convenience to the Divine Prince, Pan-African spiritualist, practitioner, author, and advisor, Elagoon Oloye Hudu Obeya Bokur, sharing with you in all things spiritual, mystical, metaphysical, cosmic, evolutionary, revolutionary, healing, and holistic from a Pan-African Hudu world spiritualist perspective, understanding that all is truly and indeed a blessing if you can just see beyond the veils, for it is all just an illusion and a test and one of the greatest divine mysteries of this life cycle. This is my constant prayer, my mantra, affirmation, reverberation, and it is my ever-living reality. It is crucial to how I See life, how I envision our every waking being moment on planet Mother Father Earth. In this now time and space, it is how I make sense, how I make the beginning of a thing, how I bring an ending to a thing, how I work through a thing. All is contingent on my mantra, my philosophy, my spoken word, my spoken truth that all is truly and indeed a blessing. Today is Wednesday, January 15th, 2020. Um, and if you don't already know, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s real birthday. I know we kind of get that confused in the celebration of Dr. King, and, and we sort of play around with the calendar um, in this culture in, in terms of seasonal changes, in terms of historic events, um, and indeed in terms of birthdays. Uh, we acknowledge on the 20th, but Dr. King's birthday is today, and in the spirit of revolutionary hoodoo, New Orleans hoodoo secrets and recipes, the revival of the principles and the energy and the motivation that survived our ancestors through great calamities is indeed the shoulders and the platform for which I now have my being and indeed this show and this ministry has its, its present incarnation, is on that platform of revival and that platform of revolution. There is no voodoo without nature. You've heard me say that. But there also is no voodoo without revolutionary change. And though we have been slow in being recognized, slow in, in getting the documentation, slow in being supported in these systems that we deem credible, scientific uh, exploration and archaeological exploration and, and, and et cetera. But the power that infuses the fa, the power that infuses this divine um, um, communication with spirit that is at the root of fa, a con, 
Eve, Igbo, uh, uh, Santeria, all the various manifestations of ATR, whether we're talking about an ethnic group, an ethnic cultural um, distinguishing, or if we're talking about paths, paths, traditions, Lukumi, Santeria, Ifa, etc. Without our ancestors, we wouldn't have our blood. We wouldn't have our body. We, we wouldn't have our being. But we must now begin to evolve with the technology, evolve with the cosmic changes that are now taking place. This is stellar. Many of us are trying to go back and reconnect to our root and find our connection to our ancestors, which is absolutely a part of this process. But we are also quickly, ever steadily moving forward and moving upward. Ziggy Marty said, this is cosmic. This is cosmic. This is more than just gods and earth. This is more than just be getting centered and, and getting grounded. To do what? To do what? And to move what forward into this next season, into this next demonstration, this next dispensation that this double dove of 2020 now brings upon us revolutionary change in mind, body, spirit, consciousness, health, in every arena of our lives. For indeed, the planet is moving into another time, another dispensation, another reality of technology and science and math that humanity is just barely keeping up with, and particularly segments of humanity that have often been excluded in the conversation, excluded in the work, ex excluded in, in, in passing on the information that now fuels great powers in our world. I'm grateful for everyone who's present. Remember that you can always communicate and chat your questions with me in all capital letters in both platforms whether you're on Blog Talk Radio platform, blogtalkradio.com forward slash the hyphen divine hyphen prince. You can also uh, call me at 845-277-9143, 845-277-9143. Many of you know this is carnival. <laughs> this is a season of, of uh, for us, a great deal of work. For others, a great deal of celebration merriment, entertainment. <laughs> For me, it's a great deal of work um, that has to be done right now in this season. So I, I need you to hit me with your questions. Please uh, join me in with your con in, in the conversation, either in chat or by way of uh, the phone number at four, I'm sorry, at 845-277-9143. And we can get this rendition of revolutionary hoodoo, New Orleans Buddhist secrets and recipes moving forward. I want to say as well, thank you so much, Kiona, for your, your help and your assistance in, in the chat. Um, in my downtime, in the event that I would have any downtime, often downtime is me doing multiple things at once, but, but, but having the space to hear something or view something in the background. And a lot of that for me is edifying, knowledge-based, books, documentaries, 
music to some degree, but connecting that history back to our history, who we are, not just to sort of remain in, in the study of the past, if you will, but to make that relevant to the present and, and to how we move forward into the future, not just to another hour, another day, another year, another decade, but indeed we now have a bigger sense of time, a bigger sense of understanding of the calendar. Those of us who are doing this work, those who've been paying attention to the Mayan discoveries of the last two decades, three decades, those who've been paying attention to the ancient Egyptian uh, archeological discoveries and, and the books that have been written and the authors who, who've talked and shared that information. And so there are many people today who are helping to move forward the platform of voodoo consciously or unconsciously, inadvertently or directly. And so without the medicine, without the plant understanding, without the geography, without understanding the historic movement of a people, and a great deal of this has been reintroduced, I'll say, to to mainstream uh, a society, to masses of society by way of this new DNA technology. And it's not just in doing the DNA and finding out who your ancestors were, who your generations were that came before, but now the infusion of, of the archaeological and historical uh, footprint that is now being added to these sites like Ancestry.com, like 23andMe, that are helping us to connect the dots historically in terms of time and place, what was going on historically in Ghana in 1700, what was going on historically in London in 1700, what was going on in, in early Virginia, in Louisiana uh, territory and, and Mississippi uh, territory in 1700, and how does our DNA, how does our ancestral footprint intersect that? And there's always been a great fear of us, those of us who share this in our, in our DNA code, understanding this and understanding this in a way that it is then manifest as a part of our demonstration, what we do, how, how we decide the choices that we make. Speaking for myself, the exploration of DNA changed many ideas, many choices, for myself that I had no no idea were even on the table before I received that information, before I became aware of that information. And there are some of you in my listening audience, some of you in my client uh, community, some of you among my godchildren who, who are now questioning property rights, who are now questioning ownership rights, who are now questioning your place in the context of geography and history and, and archaeology and, and the documentation thereof. There are things that are sort of um, metaphorically, literally and figuratively covered over in archaeology so that it can be preserved to be examined at a future time, either at a time when technology catches up to provide a greater deal of information or clarity about something. Um, sometimes it's an it's opposition with, with the government or the land 
that a particular archaeological uh, researching is being done on, that is being challenged, um, that, you know, archaeologists are only allowed to go in and look at so much of, and then they're forced to cover it over um, and, and, and then readdress it again at a later point in history. And, and now that we view archaeology in 2020 from a very different perspective, almost from a three-dimensional, four-dimensional um, kind of perspective, we now have to include who we are in that, this treasure trove of information in that. And I know that there are still many who are uncomfortable just with the idea of spitting in the tube, of collecting your genes, your DNA, et cetera, and having that submitted somewhere to, to science to be sort of applied and uh, examined. Uh, and those sorts of questions only endure in the present um, environment that our world cultures are existing in, in this day of fake news, in this day of propaganda, in this day in which indeed anyone with the wherewithal and the knowledge and, and the patience and the skill can can upload volumes of information or, or nuggets of information by way of digital content that people are either going to fact check and then take in or are going to take in on face value without doing any of the of the work, without doing any of the fact checking. So this type of homework is not just about ancestry work. This type of homework is not just about self-identification. This is indeed rooted in many of the global world movements that have been taking place, uh, wars, rumors of wars, governments that come and go, uh, families that rule. Uh, there's a lot of conversation right now about the royal family and all the implications of you know, the, the uh, Meghan Markle and, and Harry not being a part of this sort of system, uh, this organized system that, that for at least the last 2,000 years, uh, many of us have, have understood and have lived under. Understanding that that's just a, a blip in, in the time of cosmic time, in, in thinking of time in a much bigger dimensional space. Even when we consider uh, white supremacy and racism and, and enslavement, we're still talking about a blip in time of history. And so, indeed, we now go back to who were we, who were we before this interference? And who, indeed, will we be after this interference? Because we are now birthing the seeds. We are now doing the work for that moving forward. And if you can't count yourself in the number of those who are presently doing that work, then you are building up foundation to continue that, which on the surface you say you no longer want to participate in, you no longer want to be a party to. And when I look at requests in hoodoo, voodoo, uh, occult, um, root work, conjure, uh, et cetera, we have to begin to look at what are we asking for? What are we waking up great-great-grandmama and great-great-grandpapa to do, to hear us say, to hear us well, to hear us plead for, to hear us acknowledge, and then to do what with that? And is that specific to us, 
and in this present moment in time space, understanding that you could be operating from your flesh, from your lower chakras. You could be operating from your higher chakras. You can indeed be operating with your third eye wide open in this present moment in, in, in time space. And that affects your answer to these questions. That affects your ability to self-identify in the work. You know, we talk on this show a lot about self-initiation and the idea that you can read yourself into this, the idea that you can Amazon book your way into this. And it's, and it's just as ridiculous as thinking I can Amazon book my way into being a chemist, you know, into creating uh, technology without some degree of education, skill, research, mentorship, instruction, lab work, which is another way of saying practice in a, in a safe environment, you know. Um, we, we've got to change our way of, of self-identifying. And critical to if there is indeed any sense of, of self-initiation, any sense of self-instruction, you've got to be willing to suspend the gatekeepers. You've got to be willing to suspend the gatekeepers. And the gatekeepers are not just the voices that we imprint in, in code in our own head. And if you're operating from doubt, lack of information, lack of knowledge, worry, anxiety, fear, imprints of, of past uh, experiences that now interrupt your ability to suspend the gatekeeper, particularly if you're talking about going into deep, deep areas of, of the unknown, deep, deep areas of, of unconscious, these, these Illuminati areas that are that are thrown around in social media, you know, there's a few people now that are perpetrating that now in social media, uh, that you can somehow buy into the Illuminati, send your PayPal information in, and they're, and they're going to somehow give you access to this body of Illuminati information. Um, and, and it's just foolishness. Um, we've got to be willing to suspend the gatekeepers while at the same time knowing how to test and identify spirit. Because once you go into that space, just like the, the Egyptian book of coming forth, just like the Egyptian book of the dead, in the underworld, the pharaoh or the, the uh, descendant is now entering into this underworld. And it's not just hell or purgatory or or something that's beneath the reality of our earth plane uh, waking existence. But this is about now entering in that dark matter, that creative space, that uncharted domain that even science is still just getting some entry knowledge into. So I'm grateful for the FA and IFA and the binary coded system that, that we now know fuels and and empowers and generates our, our computers and our computer technology, but has been a part of our divinatory system uh, for centuries um, and, and quite possibly for thousands of years on the continent um, of, of West Africa, of Africa. So we've got to be willing to first give up what we think we know 
what we think we understand, what we think that we learned uh, from, from church or from your parents or from your religious upbringing or from your edu- educational upbringing. These institutions do not address spirit at all, at all. They address team spirit. <laughs> they address, you know, go team. They don't address spirit, spirituality, spirit laws, and how that works and how we as, as a living crystal, a living God, intersect with those realms, those dimensional spaces in each and every moment of, of our existence, whether waking or, or sleep, in a meditative state, in a trance state, in a spirit possess, possession state. And, and, and these are things that are not taught even in universities that say they are about the study of religion, that say they are about the study of uh, philosophy. Uh, these are still kept to sort of the, the realms of the unknown and the hidden and the elusive, and, and, and some would say to, to the imagination and, and the creative license of, of authors, say for those who absolutely engage in step into doing this work. Uh, thank you so much, Neophyte Bokur Tourist and Seven the Gentleman, Imani Sankofa, uh, of course, Kiana, um, and, and any others whose names I might have missed. Um, if you are in Block Talk Radio, as I say in YouTube Live, please do type your questions or comments that you want me to acknowledge out loud here in all capital letters so that I can see them and distinguish them. You can also call me at 845-277-9143 and ask your questions, comments, requests directly here on air, and we can address them as well. So someone, and I'm not sure even right now who that person is, um, has left several comments in my YouTube uh, community about the availability of books in Amazon. (laughs) And I'm going to assume that this person is probably younger than 25. Um, And what I mean by that, I don't mean ageism. What I mean by that is um, I grew up in a time when you had to know how to use the Dewey Decimal System. You had to know how to use the library. You had to know how to go in and and look up a title, an author, a subject matter, and and then start from in your school library, your public library. I'm not even talking about Library of Congress or or even uh, bigger resources for accessing documents and and information. Um, But if if, if you don't even have that basic understanding, the idea that what should be available, what is available is somehow on Amazon. Um, man, do y'all realize what I'm dealing with every day <laughs> to, to try and, and teach and bring this? And, and, and I feel often like I'm repeating myself, like I'm reteaching things. Um, some of you are losing patience with this discussion, but this is what's fueling hoodoo and voodoo and root work and conjure today particularly if you look at social media. And many of you are falling for it. 
Many of you absolutely think it's in the candle, it's in the color, it's in the day of the week. You absolutely think your botanica has it down, and all you need is a dozen or so books, and you're able to operate within this. And it's frustrating because when the client comes, when the person in need comes, when the person who's truly desperate comes, I've got to reteach all of this. And I say, how many of my YouTube my YouTube videos have you watched? And I say, how many of my blog talk radio shows over the last twelve years have you listened to? How many of my blog posts have you paid any detail to? And 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 it's not just who do. It happens with hair shampoo. It happens with toothpaste. It happens every time you turn on your radio, every time you turn on your TV, every time you go into YouTube and you're trying to uh, enjoy an hour-long video or more and you're interrupted by that commercial break and something is being sold to you, advertised to you, pushed at you, promoted at you to distract you from your original mission. To distract you from your original truth, and so if if the mission is truth, if the mission is clarity, why why are we now still addressing this same stuff in in 2020? Why are we still having people access us through social media, claiming to be Babalaos and and Ianifas from from West Africa with less than a dozen photographs, with less than a dozen followers? following thousands of people and you all are still sending your money off to that. You all are still supporting that. So it, it, it makes it hard for me to move on. It makes it hard for me to address other things. And people say I'm desperate. Desperate is not a trigger for me anymore. Emergency is not a trigger for me anymore. This is urgent. It's not a trigger for me anymore. By the sixth email, by the seventh email, by the tenth voicemail, how how many times do you have to hear the message before you follow through with the message? How many times do I have to post it, repost it, type it in red ink, type it in black ink, type it in capital letters, type it in what does it take to get the truth out in the front in a way that you can see it, that you can embrace it, that you can take it in, and then it begins to show up in your demonstration. People are not willing to do the homework. Very few, very few. That's why there are very few successful entrepreneurs. That's why there are very few successful uh, um, um, uh, independently owned businesses particularly that first year, those first two or three years, many people are not willing to do the work. We, we want an out to our pain. We want a cessation of the pain. And, and, and going back to commercial marketing, take the pill, take the tablet. It's going to fizz. It's going to pop. It's going to flop. And it's going to do all these things to magically fix what's going on in your gut so that you can then party more, eat more, overindulge more. Pay attention. Pay attention. This isn't about healing it, fixing it, repairing it. 
Because once it's healed and refixed, you don't have to come back to my pharmacy. You don't have to come back to my clinic. You don't have to keep paying this absorbent amount of money to, to, to keep yourself together. And some of you have figured that out, have figured that out holistically, health-wise, you know, and, and we're doing vegan now and we're doing vegetarian now, and, and many of us are, are making these, these dramatic gluten-free, and, and, and we're paying very close attention to the details, and we're reading labels, and, and et cetera, and we're holding the government accountable, because remember now, the government is involved in your label. <laughs> how many calories, how many sugar, how many salt, they're involved in that. But we suspend that when we start thinking about what's going in our head, and then ultimately what's coming out of our body. You can't go into any understanding, any mindset, any philosophy, any way of being without addressing your head, even if that's just I want to address my diet. You got to first address your head. It is our head that prevents us from putting down that thing that we know is killing us, putting down that thing that we know is, is poisoning us. And many of you clutch your pearls, hold your breath, Many of you are still dealing with the white man within. Many of you are still dealing with white supremacy within you. Not the white supremacy that you fear and have anxiety for and are experiencing PTSD for out here. I'm talking about in here. In here. And that is preventing you from accessing your ancestors accessing this information, moving beyond what we've been told it's supposed to look like, moving beyond what's easily Googleable, what's easily searchable, what's easily bingable. I had, I had some issues earlier today with technology, and I don't even want to say with who. I, I, don't, I don't even want to name the business. But after speaking with several customer service uh, individuals, the most common response was, well, I'm Googling, and my Google results are different from your Google results. I mean, we're really codependent now. I can remember a time when they feared students being codependent on a calculator. We were not allowed to use calculators in math when I was in school, elementary, junior high, high school, and even going into college. First time back in the 80s. Okay, the 1980s, the mid-1980s, uh, did I see calculators being legal in the classroom? That we, were, we had to use our mind. We had to use our memory. We had to memorize the, the multiple, multiple uh, table. We had to memorize the alphabet. We had to memorize the, the lesson, the text, et cetera, and then sort of regurgitate that. And today we've become codependent on, let me search that. Let me Google that. Let me Bing that real quick. Let me theory that, you know, however those gadgets work now. And, and, and we're now applying our spirituality to religion, our culture, our ethnicity to just that. And so there's a, 
light side and a dark side to all of this. There's a light side and a dark side to the technology. There's a light side, there's a dark side to, to the DNA. There's a light side, there's a dark side now to information. Because we're literally being told now, you, you can't, are you going to believe me or your lying eyes? Are you going to believe me or are you going to believe the dozen or so books on Amazon? Are you going to believe this culture, this, this ethnic group, this, this cement, uh, not cement, but this rock-hewn temple, this rock-hewn archaeological site? Are you going to believe what the, the most recent and most creative Arthur, a blog poster, is, is saying and is presenting. It's often the same information. Even when we look at media outlets from your Fox to your ABC to your CBS to your NBC to your BBC, it's often a regurgitation of a limited amount of information. You got a dozen or so, a few dozen or so journalists on the ground. They all find out information from themselves, from each other, from people on the ground, people in the community, that gets circulated back. Often it makes it on air before it's been vetted. All the details have been worked out, and then they have to go back and retract, you know. So, so the idea that we can now trust Amazon, trust Google Books, trust uh, Shelfari, trust, you know, all these, these systems, without really doing the work, without reading, and, and not just reading the book. I, I read the fine print. I read the footnotes, the cliff notes, the introduction. That's what studying and reading is. That's what digesting this is. Otherwise, you're open to technology. Otherwise, you're open to being tricked by the most creative, innovative, manipulator of, of technology. And so people can piece videos together and piece imagery together and piece music together and, and piece text of other people's work together and create the video that's jazzier than your video or my video that, that gets that immediate kick and, and, until people who are erudite thought oriented, who start looking at the details, who start asking questions, who start going into documents and paperwork and archaeology and, and history and, and, and et cetera, then we get another story. And often by that time, the propaganda is already out the gate. The propaganda is already out the gate. I'm still hard-pressed to, con to convince many of you that the Orishas do not line up with a Greco-Roman Eurocentric seven-day calendar. That was created by Botanica and the sellers of products. Ifa doesn't operate on a seven-day calendar. Voodoo does not operate on a seven-day calendar. The Yoruba, as a people, operate on a seven-day calendar when they're doing business with the rest of the world. But we're talking about Ifa. They don't use a seven-day calendar. But I'm still hard-pressed to say that. And that information is widely available if you know what words to look for, if you know what words to put in your Bing engine, <laughs> if you know what words to put in your Google engine. And that's why I want to use 
a lot of wording. I keep it simple. I keep it basic. I speak English through most of the show. People ask me very specific questions, and, and, and I want to go into Yoruba. I want to go into Eve. I want to go into a kind. Because once somebody can copy and paste it, then they can masquerade it. Then, oh, wait a minute. The word is so-and-so, and now they regurgitate it out as if they've done the work. So I'm very guarded about that, very guarded about that. And I have to be. Um, I am where I am today because of that gatekeeper, that gatekeeper. Um, otherwise, this would all be run amok. Uh, thank you, Kiona. What's going on? Yeah, many want to bypass ancestors and go straight to spirit deities without being vouched for. Um, and I want to add to what you just said, too. Um, they won't even answer you. When many experience demons, they then go back to church um, out of fear. You Now you read my mind, Kiona. That's something that I was thinking about. And I thought about it many times, but I was thinking about that earlier today. Many of you are going to dibble and dabble, play around with this, play around with that, experiment with this, experiment with that. And by the time you're 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, you're going right back to the church. And, and you're going to mark it all as demonic. You're going to mark it all as evil. You're going to mark it all as trichnology. You're going to, you're going to mark it all as a, as, a, as a manipulation without ever understanding it from the beginning. Um, I'm old enough to have seen that happen. Some of my listeners and my viewers are old enough to have seen that pattern. Ask your grandmama. Just ask your grandmama, the oldest people in your family, about church and people in your uh, – go see what that is, please. And, and people in your family about their experience with, um, with philosophy and, and religion, um, and people's commitment to that over time, people's longevity with that over time. Even when we consider... Um, Sobriety and people's during the sobriety, people's uh, ability to fall off many times before they succeed in, in, in gaining and securing some degree of sobriety. So I, I'm in agreement with you on that, Kiona. The idea that, you know, people will dibble and dabble and and then say the candle burning didn't work, then say the, the terroria didn't work, then say the hoodoo man didn't work, then say the voodoo didn't work, and then we'll go right back to the church, you know, and, and we'll continue sort of the cycle of misinformation, disinformation, appropriation, and bastardizing um, as it moves forward. Some of the retailers are also guilty of that because they are reducing the practice down to, you know, I need quick luck, quick magic, quick fix. What do I need to buy to fix that? What do I need to buy to sort of placate some 
some emotional response within me because the idea that you can sort of gather that long lasting response, you know, from the Botanica in a way that, you know, I don't get it. It doesn't. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Uh, it absolutely doesn't make a lot of sense to those of you who are erudite, and it doesn't make a lot of sense to those who are operating um, authentically and successfully within the traditions. I consider myself operating successfully within the traditions. I'm not still waiting on Voodoo to prove itself to me. I'm not still waiting on God and Goddess and to prove itself to me. I'm still not waiting on the ancestors to prove itself to me. Therefore, I do the rituals. Therefore, I do the work. Therefore, I I I do the do the epos and the and the practice. Um. Yeah, opening and closing the divinations. Um, thank you, Kiona, um, for participating and asking questions and and interjecting in the conversation for me. Uh, absolutely, we're we're opening doorways, we're opening portals, um, and some of you feel that candles might be safer than cards, or cards might be safer than than deities, and 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 all of this again is based in a lack of real study and real examination um, in any one system, because even if you're willing to study the system you're in, study the religion you're in. Study where you are and then work yourself out from there. Um, you then begin to address and encounter these crossroads um, along the way um, of opening and closing doors, of opening and closing portals, of allowing um, spirit forces and energies in that, that should not be or otherwise would not be because we're doing things out of ignorance or out of the Amazon library. Um, or, or out of what, you know, uh, some of these new um, question and answer sites um, that are now available. Um, one starts with a Q. Um, my answer, some, some of these things, you know, where you now can just type in any old random question uh, and, and you sort of operate from an algorithm uh, from within the people who respond to the message, but also from what information uh, is available online. And I don't think many even understand that that's not organic, that, that that's actually AI, that's actually artificial intelligence gathering information that can be found online. And the only way, there is a way to override that is to know the language, to know the people, to know the ethnic group, to know the, the terminology specific to the thing that you're seeking. Uh, some of you have heard me say this before, so I, I don't just search uh, ATR or Yoruba or Ifa or Voodoo. Th those are very commercially commercially overwritten words now. They have too many energy attachments to them based on our own questioning. Every time we go into a search engine and ask a question about Voodoo, for instance, that's attached to your question. It's attached to how it's spelled. So if you use 4-0, it's attached to that. If you use the use, it's attached to that. If you if you ask specifically about uh, voodoo in Togo, voodoo in Benin, 
that's attached to that. And the results you're going to get are completely different, completely different. And, 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 and all the way back to Hurricane Katrina, all the way back to 2005, myself, Queen Mother uh, Tony, many within this group, many within my circle, were testing this very thing. And so that's why I'm so adamant about it. You are accessing what everyone else has accessed unless you know how to get back to the root word, the root tradition, the, the root practices. Now I'm going to give you another one of my secrets without giving you one of my secrets. And that is I have certain sites. They might be artistic sites. They might be music sites that list Africa, African countries by ethnic group. So get you a good list or series of lists because no one list has them all. No one list is exhaustive of ethnic groups. Start with one country. Um, I'm going to give you Nigeria because I've recently posted that on my Facebook. Start with, with Nigeria. Find, look for a list of ethnic groups in Nigeria. That will show you, that will give you the confirmation, that will back up what I just spent the last 20 minutes trying to explain to you. Not all of those lists are going to have the same groups. Some of them are going to have some missing. Some of them are going to have some that spelled differently. And then from those ethnic groups, then I seek that ethnic group's God, that ethnic group's religious beliefs, that ethnic group's spiritual practices. That, and then as an archaeologist would, as a documentarian would, then you compile that across a cross-section, a dozen or more ethnic groups of that region or that plateau or that inland or that geographic location, and you, and you match similarities in those practices and in those traditions, and that's voodoo. You, you're not going to Google voodoo. Um, um, well, you can Google voodoo a con because that's modern. And Americans, African Americans, we're all using those words. But you, you're not going to Google um, Eve voodoo, for instance, without getting a bunch of French a bunch of fun or non-responses in your Google in your Google engine or in your Bing engine, because most of us are not searching using that language, or not searching using those words. So I can't reiterate enough that I'm not here by accident. I didn't fall off the, the hoodoo wagon yesterday. That I didn't just dream this up two weeks ago or two months ago or two years ago and, and somehow fell into this place, into this position. There's a great deal of information there that is not being passed down and people are not willing to do the work. I remember when I first started doing this in 2005, people were upset that I was saying too much, that I was revealing secrets that I was revealing aspects about these traditions and these initiations and these practices that weren't available at all anywhere. And within a matter of years, 
Everybody was posting Arisha. Everybody was on board with the Arisha romance. If you were in Yahoo 360, you saw it. If you were in, in MySpace, back in the early MySpace days, you saw it. Okay, this, this predates Instagram. This predates all the stuff that's popular <laughs> right now. And as our parents and our grandparents have been saying for, for a long time now, everything you all do on social media sticks. It sticks. And so your employers find it. Your, your children, your grandchildren will find it years later. Generations long after you will find it. And this generation will be held accountable the strongest. All of us who are alive in 2020 will be held accountable the most moving forward. When future generations look back in terms of ecology, the world climate, the world condition, war, taxes, spirituality, religion, how we self-identify, gender, gender bias, transitioning gender, transitioning races, all of us, and particularly all of us who are alive right now, who are adults right now, who are thinking people right now, who can read and write right now, who can create right now, will be held accountable the most. My vision is, you know, our artisans, um, my favorite artist, Marcus the Art, and our poets, and our writers, and our aggregators, and social media will not be held to the same, same standard because they're speaking their truth. They're printing their message. They're producing their message. They're not sitting quietly. They're not inactive uh, voyeurs. They are active participants. In the process. Oh, so you don't vote. I'm not about to argue that. What else are you doing besides being a voyeur, besides being a participant in the, in the melee that is Facebook, in the melee that is Twitter, in the melee that is Instagram? What are you doing? So our artisans and our musicians and our uh, writers and our authors and our lyricists, I've always equated at the same vibrational level as magicians and spiritual and religious figures and practitioners because they're literally changing frequency. They're literally changing vibration. And through these sciences, they're able to input frequency, input energies visually, audibly, within you in a way that, you know, if, if you're not going to read a book, a novel, if you're not going to go to a museum and, and see plays, if you're not going to go to the theater, um, what better way to get inside you than through your music, than through this video? The, 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 take the work out. You're you, you watching me. You're hearing me. You're, it's going right in. Now, my prayer would be that you would follow up with some homework, follow up with some research, read some books, fact check what I say. But, but then don't fact check it so that you can then fake it and duplicate it tomorrow and set yourself up as a, as a world-renowned master reader tomorrow. And, and that's what 
I can't get beyond in terms of how society right now is, is setting themselves up for the next presidential Russian debacle. It's setting themselves up for the next five years, ten years of, you know, we were colluded and deluded and, and interfered with, and, and, and we still are walking into this trap. We're still clicking on these links. You're still allowing people to send you direct links through Instant Messenger, through Facebook Messenger, through Instagram that, you know, are so urgent that you have to look at it and click on it and view it right now, and you all are helping to pass these viruses. You are also helping to program trust, trust. So they get used to you acknowledging those direct messages uh, Instagram and Facebook Messenger memes. I get them from people that I know don't send them. My mama don't send them. My sister husband don't send them. I got brothers and sisters that don't do nothing on Facebook. But the instant messages keep coming. This is important news. you you got to read this. You've got to read this before Facebook takes it down. And it's all, it's all a part of the criminal activity that's going on online. Even if you feel in that moment you didn't lose anything, you didn't lose any money, they didn't gain access to your, your account, they're testing your account. They're testing your ability to communicate. They're testing your ability to, to be aware. They're testing your ability and your awareness of your sources and knowing who your sources are, I have over 5,000 friends on Facebook. So that's going to be tested. How many of these friends do you really know? How many of them do you really trust? How many of them are you really in any kind of communication with at all? And if I sent you a message now that said that, you know, Divine Prince is in uh, London, stranded, and needs your help and your donation to get back to the U.S., would you believe it? By a show of hands, how many right now would, would believe that? That I, if you got an email or message that I was stranded in Europe, January 15th, that I was stranded in Europe and needed your assistance to get home, would you believe it? Come on, y'all. Come on, chat group. I, I need some participation. Would you believe it? That's the question. You just got an email. You just got an a instant message that I am stranded January 15, 2020, in London, and I need you all to help me to get home. Would you believe it? Thank you, Kiona. Would you? Thank you, Marcus. Thank you, Seven. Yeah. Because if I was stranded anywhere, January 15th, it would be in Weeda Benin, <laughs> okay? It would be in Weeda Benin. It would be in Weeda. And the pictures would already be on Facebook. <laughs> the video and the pictures would already be on Facebook. Anybody who's been listening to me for a year, for a month, for five years would know that. But yet these are the kind of cons that are still making their way through our social media every day. While we ignore things that are really important, 
wars and rumors of war and abuses all, all around the world. And I post a lot of international news. I, I want us to expand beyond just uh, this funnel vision that we have as African Americans where we're only able to see ourselves, slavery, from inside the box as opposed to, you know, a more global, trans-African, pan-African perspective. But one of the big reasons that's not happening is trust. You don't know who to trust that's trying to contact you from Nigeria, that's trying to contact you from Ghana. And there's easy ways to test that, by the way. Now, for my conspiracy theorists, I believe some of the governments, and not just our government, Russia and other countries are also behind that. The idea that we even believe there's a Nigerian scammer. So we assume that every scam is coming from Nigeria or every African from Nigeria is perpetrating, not thinking that it could be somebody in Sweden that's perpetrating the scam. It could be the the notion that we are being put in an environment not to trust someone who ain't from Chicago, who ain't from D.C., who ain't from Philly. And, and, and how then are you comfortable to say you can trust me because I'm in the States a lot more than you can trust somebody who's trying to contact you from Nigeria or from Ghana or from Egypt, for that matter, if you don't understand the language. And so I encourage people to use Google Translate. I encourage people to use your search engines for much more practical purposes. People have a footprint. Identities can be verified. Footprints can be verified. Locations can be verified, especially now with Google Maps. I communicate with people in social media and ask for a location. And if you don't want to give me your house address, um, what city are you in? What do you live nearby? And, and within two minutes, three minutes, I can tell them how, the closest store to their house in many parts of the world, the, the closest church to their house, the closest government facility to their house, and you find that a lot of the shenanigans disappear. A lot of the shenanigans die down. People do disappear. People do delete their accounts. People do then block you and you don't see that person, place, or, or thing again. Uh, a lot of you still are not educated about IP addresses in 2020. Some of y'all are now still going into 2020 and still don't know what IP is, what it means, or how it works. And the availability of us having access to that information has been around for a very long time, since Yahoo 360 days, since 2005. Some of you are, are still not utilizing um, uh, security, are still not using um, 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 formats of security, because it's not just, you know, protect me from viruses, protect, okay, yes, that's one type of security. But then, you know, there are other forms of um, types of security, your VPN, for instance. Uh, many of your VPN, which is your IP address, um, is being exposed, which tells people exactly where you are at any given time in the world. 
Um, thank you, Montley uh, Brave, for being um, another erudite <laughs> listener and participant um, in the show. So we've got to change how, how we think. We've got to change our consciousness. And, and in the argument or the debate, uh, as it relates to um, him downstairs, VPN, AVG, which is a popular free Internet security system, also has paid security features. But so does Norton, so does McAfee, so does uh, in any of these, of these uh, uh, major legitimate platforms. So when you go into these platforms now, um, that's what I meant when I said it's not just, okay, do you have security on your computer? And most of you think, you know, okay, I got general security. It's protecting me from um, uh, viruses or it's protecting me from uh, random wayward attacks. Um, all of a sudden, chat is not working in YouTube right now, by the way. Uh, so. I think there's a correlation between what I'm talking about and, and what we're experiencing. So you go into these security sites now, and so it's more than just am I protected from viruses. So you have your antivirus. You have your driver updates. You have your anti-track, uh, which prevents you from being tracked um, based on what you're looking at, what you're researching, what you're reading. Because think about it. Many of you are, are searching, researching, buy black, follow black, read in black, study black, research in black. That information is important to many people in the world, not just white supremacists. Foreign nationals, okay, need and want that information. For those of you who paid attention to the quote-unquote Russian interference scandal, one of the things that was said was, the Russians had set up black identities, black groups online in order to get black people to participate in them in order to influence Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, et cetera, leading up to where we are today. So if all you do is read black, all you do is follow black, all you do is buy black, and your footprint, um, him downstairs, your VPN and your IP, address suggests that they know where to find you. And they also now know how to set up a black site, red, black, and green, power fifth, to get you to come there. And another way I have discussed this over the years is a little bit older in time, the 1950s, 60s, 70s. Many of you are familiar with Pro. Keona, help me out. If you have access to the chat, because I don't know if anyone has access right now to the chat, type um, CO in capital letter, C-O, and then in lowercase type I-N-T-E-L, space, and then capital P-R-O, COINTELPRO. That was a government program initiated, created by our government to infiltrate, manipulate, not just the Black Power Movement and the Black Panthers, but, but many other social community grassroots organizations 
uh, during much of the time that we associate with the civil rights movement, the black power movement, um, et cetera. So any idea of Russian involvement, uh, other countries uh, being involved, um, it's not new. And in my opinion, it's a distraction to now get um, people to look at sources beyond ourselves, sources beyond America, for the scam, for the fraud, for the manipulation. And so, um, man, we've got to get more savvy in 2020. Are you with me, him downstairs? Um, respond back to me in the in the chat. I'm still not sure if chat is actually working properly right now in YouTube. So, um, yeah, let me know. And if you're on uh, the phone lines, I can see you. But if you do not press the number one on your telephone keypad, I will not be able to unmute your mic. So I need you to call me at 845-277-9143 and then press the number one on your telephone keypad. Yeah, I'm, I'm experiencing some problems now in both the YouTube live chat and the um, blog talk radio chat. And for my erudite listeners and participants, it's, I'm not surprised. Even when I'm talking to my mother on a, on a cell phone, if we start talking about things of this depth, of this magnitude, we, we experience technical issues. Um, so I'm a, I'm a believer in the conspiracy theories from that perspective, from that um, regard. No, no one has responded to me in chat in YouTube at all. I, I can't see any responses. Now, Kiona in previous episodes has been able to see responses that I couldn't. And that's because you all can refresh your page. You all can refresh. If I refresh right now, it will force me to reboot the entire show. So, Kiona, if, if, if there is activity going on in the chat, I can't see it again. And so you might need to copy and paste it and um, and bring it back to me. I, I, I can't do all of that at one time. So I either need you to do it. Yeah, I can't do all of that at one time. Thank you so much for my uh, participants, those both in the Block Talk Radio and in the YouTube Live, I invite your active participation. Um, if you can't get in on the chat, do call me. Thank you so much. Um, area code 323. I just unmuted your mic. Who's calling? Greetings, God. This is Kiana. Greetings. Peace and blessings. Thank you so much for assisting me. You know, I'd be completely at a loss. Without a monitor. Yes. I wouldn't know what's going you know on. They I wouldn't say, know what's happening. I know. Go ahead. You know they say ask you know they say absence makes the hard girl funder. I was missing you. <laughs> I, please understand. I, I I miss not being here also. But you'll need to understand we are days out from Mardi Gras. I think Mardi Gras yes. is um February, uh, the last Tuesday in February. That Tuesday is uh, the 25th. 
So I don't have a whole lot of time in terms of sewing, beading, sequencing to get my uh, carnival suit ready. Uh, and also, it's a very expensive um, undertaking. And so because I don't mm-hmm. do voodoo to earn a living, um, I often have to um, do movies, TV, commercials, other uh, performance work just to afford the feathers and the plumes, uh, what's required um, to make it happen. So um, I have a team member here now that's sewing right now through the whole show um, because I can't sew and do the show at the same time. Um, so right. it's, it's, it's an undertaking, and I, I compare it often to initiating because it, it requires sacrifice. It requires you sacrificing blood, sweat, tears, time, energy, social activities, family activities to do something that is meaningful and unique, but meaningful and unique um, to different people for different reasons. For many people, Carnival and Mardi Gras is, is a one day or two or three week event of just partying and celebration and parades and entertainment, and they don't see the year or two or more that goes into making that happen every year. People see the pictures of the voodoo ceremony, of the New Year's Eve Zoe ceremony, and, 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 and appreciate that moment, that snapshot in time space, but don't understand the preparation behind it, the cost behind it, the, the getting uh, people together to make these things happen. So I, I compare it a, a great deal to initiation because People aren't willing to do that work. Everybody wants to be a great artist. Um, and I'm sure the artist April Inc., I'm sure um, Marcus, um, uh, Alan, um, the great artist, Dive um, um, Marcus Art, um, I'm sure y'all encounter people every day who wish they could do what you do, want to do what you do, but don't necessarily have the skill or, or don't necessarily have the time or the patience. Um, to, to actually sit down and, and apply that. So that's really what this is, this is about, Kiona. Um, it's really getting us to a place where we not only legitimize voodoo, legitimize this revolutionary um, mental, emotional, physical, spiritual um, transition from enslavement and white supremacy and, and prejudice and, and move into something that is healing us, transforming us, changing us at every level moving forward. As these old systems and old ways of viewing religion die away, um, they're being replaced now with technology. They're being replaced now with apps. They're being replaced now with uh, gadgets. And so there are going to be a limited number of people who are going to contain this information um, in their head. Keon, I had to um, mute you because there's a great deal of um, interference coming from your phone for some reason. Um, But I appreciate you and I appreciate your um, assistance here in the chat. And I'm going to be ending the show uh, pretty soon because if I can't read the uh, questions and people aren't 
um, asking questions there and are not showing up um, on the phone lines as you did to ask their question, um, then I'm just talking to hear, to hear myself talk. Um, and I have to get back to um, handling uh, business. But if we don't begin to take ourselves more seriously, what we say we believe, what we say we stand on, what we say we're representing, um, understand that this isn't just some mask that we wear in, in social media. This isn't just some ghost representative of ourselves, you know, uh, in social media that indeed my expression is an authentic expression of who I am every day. Those who met me on the ground, those who showed up at my door, those who participated in my events, you're the choir. I don't have to preach to the choir. It's, it's those who, who still believe you can gain this in a book. It's those of you who still believe because you're at a remote location that you can't do and participate actively in a way that is engaging and, and authenticating, uh, then you don't understand the story. Um, there is Skype. There is Badu. There is um, um, many other um, uh, means of communicating in which you can communicate, work with people, verify identities, verify um who people are that makes the world smaller. As the world continues to get smaller with technology, I'm noticing that society is even more fearful. And so we trust a machine. We trust an app um, rather than, you know, what we once did was write a letter, pick up a phone, ring a doorbell, knock on the door, and, and build relationship with people, build relationship that transcends just the the technology, just the gadgets in which we we utilize each and every day. Listen, I'm grateful and appreciative for each and every one of you taking the time out in the middle of your day to be present here with me at high noon US Central Standard Time for Revolutionary Hoodoo, New Orleans Voodoo Secrets and Recipes. I'm continually honored and grateful for your participation, for your support, for your donations, for your requests, um, and, and, and every way in which we do connect in this space. I look forward to connecting with you here again, uh, probably on tomorrow, provided nothing wanky goes on with technology. I'll meet you here again on tomorrow uh, in both places, Blog Talk Radio and also YouTube Live. Until then, remembering that all is truly and indeed a blessing. Ashe. A dash of cayenne to the room. Gonna put on my Greek grease suit. Boil a gumbo. Hot and steady Don't care if Freddie ready Gone free at that old cemetery Down on Claiborne where she's buried 
build a fire on the bayou when a black cat scratched at two under a full moon that's blue chant the magic words kufaru a dash of cayenne to the rule gonna put on my Greek grease suit Black top hat, black suit too, single rod that molds this through. I'm gonna get them bones out the graveyard for you. Can't see my eyes, black shades too. A dash of cayenne to the roof. Gonna put on my green grease suit. Black top hat, black suit too, same old ride that Moses threw. I'm gonna get them bones out the graveyard for you. Can't see my eyes, black shades too. Going free at the old cemetery, down on Claybone where she's buried. A dash of cayenne. To the roof, gonna put on my Greek grease suit. Yeah, black top hat, black suit too. Same old ride that Moses threw. I'm gonna get them bones out the graveyard for you. Can't see my eyes, black sheets too. Gonna pray at that old cemetery. Down on Claybone where she's buried. A dash of cayenne to the room. Gonna put on my green, green suit.